Hello, and welcome to Frontier Fiction, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming to you all the way from the frozen north. It's not easy to stay sane in Alaska, so we get together with one of our favorite pastimes to let the voices in our heads out to play. (laughs) I'm Wacy, playing Dacian. Zeb, playing Maddox. I'm Veda playing Solana. I'm Anna playing Maeve. And I'm Colton. I'll be your DM today. Let's roll and see who's doing our crazy recap. Oh, yeah. I got a four. A gentleman's four. 18. 13. 13. Eight. Okay. Sounds like it's me. Who's okay. got the clock ready? I'm pulling it up. Ready. Three. Set. Two. Time. Go. One. Having collected some supplies, the party plunges into the depths of the sewer in order to reach the subterranean caverns of the city upon once it was once, or it's currently built. They're trying to reach the palace to see if they can check its defenses. They saw some creepy stuff. (laughs) 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 I'm pretty sure you started two episodes ago on that recap. And then you summarize the whole last episode into they saw some creepy stuff. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> they get the idea. They'll figure it out. If you missed it, tune in last week. Yeah. Exactly. If you want to complain, you know where to do that. Yeah. Five star rating in a comment. We'll read your complaint live. Yeah, with gusto. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Radio voices galore. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where we'll pick up. Um, you guys have just exited kind of the sewer caverns entering what appears to be a catacomb perhaps lost and forgotten for some time through a very narrow untraditional and certainly not wheelchair accessible kind of crack in the wall sort of entrance now you guys are standing just just barely within this room it stretches out in front of you to your left the wall is lined with stoic looking statues of bipedal humanoids standing in strong positions looking all important Um, their figures are somewhat worn by time some of them cracked or missing an arm and then in front of you you can see rows and rows and rows of stone tombs caskets just like uh like in Moria, Lord of the Rings, Balin, Balin's uh, tomb. And also, there's looks like the room, which is quite large, is divided by a partition, which is composed of graves stacked upon uh, one on top of the other, all the way to the ceiling, like a, some sort of a wall partition, mostly obscuring what's on the other side of the room. Some of these are uh, in pretty damaged states, these, uh, these tombs like the tops ripped off or long claw marks uh, incision like into the stone left on their surfaces. Occasionally you can see an odd bone or stray looking decrepit item lying across the floor of the room. And there's a thick layer of dust coating everything despite this kind of grim stage that you're stepping onto. Everything is overwhelmingly eerily silent. Matt's kind of walking down the aisles. He's looking at that big wall of graves and pulls out his monocule, tries to look through it. Mm hmm. What does he see? Does he see? Does he see? Yeah. Well, each one of these is open faced, so you can actually see uh, 
like the the skeletal or or at least very very dried out remains of the bodies head facing you arms crossed in kind of a mummy position laid at rest in some in armor some in in robes of varying degrees of quality and, and deterioration and you can look left and right and you can see each one of them appears to be filled except for every here and there there's one that appears to be vacant or missing you can also see through this wall to the other side where you can see the impressions of some more flat tombs set on the other side of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if i like kind of do a kind of a fairly quick glance over a lot of the tombs does it seem like any of them are wearing like crowns or anything like that anything valuable in there that would give me a hint as to what kind of people were buried down here yeah certainly um, you can see that many of them are in, adorned in some fashion or another. Um, you could give me, how about a, um, I think this might be a history check. Okay. 20. 20, yeah. You deduce based on the fashion, quote unquote, uh, that these corpses are portraying and the style of adornment they're wearing like silver bands around their foreheads, which of course don't fit anymore. Some have fallen forward or backwards. And uh, the arm, arm, bronze arm bands were popular for a while. That this grave, or at least these bodies that you're inspecting, are about seven, 800 years old. Um, and that was when they were buried here. And you can tell that they were not of royalty, most likely, they're not adorned to that degree of splendor, and they're open graves, so that's not how a royal person would be stored. And even back then, royalty was uh, neither burned nor buried with others. They typically got transported um, uh, to a secure place for their body to be kept. Gotcha. So probably just high nobility. Maeve would pull out her old map into the city and see if she could find anything that looked like would match this description absolutely so you have your cartography book mm-hmm. and um you can give me a what would cartography be did we already make a roll based on that what did you roll last time i feel like it's history history sounds like what my gut impulse would say mm-hmm. if if anything else maybe investigation to like try and like as you're comparing mm-hmm. i think we had this conversation last time and, and i you said, said history, history please, please. <laughs> yes <laughs> Go ahead and make a... History is so underutilized. Let's make it a history roll. <laughs> and I get to add my proficiency mod when making cartography checks. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. So you can get a 7. 12 plus 3. 15. Plus 2. Plus 2. 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're looking at this older map, and you can see quite clearly what appears to be um, uh, where the temple is now. There used to be a large cathedral-like building, and um, there are symbols on it that depict that uh, that funeral processions are held here and laying things out in your mind. You feel as though that would probably be, based on how far you've traveled underground, about where you are currently. Okay. So you have you have topographically discovered your location on this map. Mags is like looking over her mm-hmm. shoulder. What, what will you find? I think this is underneath the temple, where the temple is now. I think we're directly underneath that. Um, so that should give us, a, if we can have a directional with your compass thing, 
We should be able to figure out which way we need to head. If there's a way out of here. That's a good question, but at least know where we know where we're at. Max looks over at Solana. I hope there's no entrances to the temple from here. I don't know. I bet this is a lot of dead bodies under the temple. It's not the only thing down here. <laughs> That's very true. Well, uh, Daisy, what do you think? Should we spread out and look for a way out of here? It's a pretty big room. If we don't go too far, that might work. How big is this room? Like, how long would it take to walk from one end to the other, just walking? On this side of the partition, if you walk from, like, the right side to the left side, um, it's about 70 feet. All right, well, I'll start over here just because I'm already walking towards the middle of the partition. I'll start over here and just kind of look around on this wall. Uh, when I looked through the glass golden, uh, I, or sorry, not glass, yeah, through the little monocle glass mm-hmm. onto mm-hmm. the other side, I didn't see anything like moving or anything over there. No, I would describe that instantly. Just just more of, of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's more of the same graves on the other side of this wall. I don't know why they blocked it off, uh, but it's probably way over there as well. If I looked on the other side, would I see any obvious doors out of there yeah. from there? So this is an, a complete partition. There's oh. an obvious, uh, you can move to the other side of the room, either on the left side of this thing or on the right side of it. Okay. It's just equally placed in the middle of the room. Almost like utilizing vertical storage space. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it's lengthwise, efficient. probably a lot larger of a room than it is from side to side, like mm-hmm. you were saying, 70 feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Maeve is going to take that time to like make two maps, one being marking what she knows and where they're at on the underground map, and then she's going to overlay that with a piece of paper that's not see-through, even though she wishes it would be, hmm. and like write the temple to over top so we can kind of get a... Uh, overlapping map of what the city looks like now and where we're at relative mm. to it to the underneath. Cool. Wow. Tricky. Give me a cartography roll. <laughs> Tracing through non-see-through paper. Boom. Um, we're going to go with 15. 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do so with as much accuracy as you could possibly likely get without precise tools and a drafting bench. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good enough. Mm -hmm. Alright, Maddox is just going to start walking along the edge looking for any openings and probably end up he's going to turn right so he'll just follow the wall around it through the door Mm -hmm. uh, or through the opening to the other side as well Sure Do you have a light source? Yeah, his light ring Still active Yeah Sure Your light pies the corner illuminating the far wall as you walk There's no uh, statues on the wall as you walk around just the right where you came in which would be the very back wall of this long passage uh just torch sconces sconces, like the occasional one appears to be still intact uh looking down the hall a little bit you think you can see an actual torch mounted there probably the oil long since dried up or burned away a long time ago and you peer around the corner and you see a space that's pretty much identical to the area you were just in on the other side of the partition, including another partition after that. But as you're on the far side of the room, you can see kind of all the way down the hallway 
at least 30 feet ways as you're walking. And you can tell there is kind of a, a very elaborate looking archway on the left wall over at that third partitioned area. Two, three. Mm-hmm. You walk towards that and also kind of call it, Hey, Dacian, I think I found something. Okay. He'd hand Maeve back her torch, light his own, and go to join Maddox. Maybe how loud? How loud are you communicating? <laughs> Depends on how far away he was. Did you start walking <laughs> when I started walking? I went to the right. Did you maybe go to the left? <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at the map that Maeve was looking at and getting ready to move toward the direction that would lead to the palace. Just in that general direction to see if there's anything over there. Okay. I don't know if that would be left or right. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do. It would be left. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't have been super loud, but it would have been loud enough. Um, I wasn't necessarily thinking about it, so I don't think Maddox would have been here. Um, so probably like this loud. Okay. Because he would be over on that wall a couple arches down, mm-hmm. which is like 20 feet or something. Yeah, there's about... Um... 40 feet in between each partition. Oh, okay. But you had a torch, Dacian? Yeah. Yeah, so I would have seen the torch light mm-hmm. over there and seen Dacian, so I would have just said it normally. What hey, are you doing? Um, Solana is probably very close to me because she's very freaked out. She isn't saying much. And she's probably just following Maeve around. Mm-hmm. If Maddox went one way, once Maeve finished her map, she would have started walking the other direction with her torch. Solana would have mm-hmm. followed. I can say even with your familiarity with people who have passed, having so many of them present, unburned or offered in the same room is a very new and daunting experience. Even when you went to the Death Crown in the past, you never accompanied the host that went down into the funeral chambers you just held the right out in the main courtyard so this is new it's also kind of creepy that she's been like sleeping above it her whole life (laughs) you know just hundreds of dead bodies so yeah she's off put (laughs) keep your salt handy don't know how many of these bodies had a shadow attached to them Maeve would be telling you okay. a story, a very like detailed story about a funeral that she was once at and how that went poorly, and then they had this hijinks involving a police and just kind of like jabbering at you. Oh my. <laughs> Maeve, focus. <laughs> how loud? <laughs> I don't like this question. <laughs> um, probably not loud because she wouldn't be, she'd just be talking to Solana and kind of trying to distract her a little bit. What? How tall is the ceiling? Like, would the light hit the ceiling? Yeah, so the ceiling is about 12 feet high. Okay, so I'd be looking up as well. Okay. Looking for any cabins Mm -hmm. or anything that looks unsolid. Mm -hmm. Like, as I know now that there's hollow spaces in some of the ceilings. Mm -hmm. So I'd also be keeping my eyeglass up there as well, looking for tunnels throughout it. It's a very elaborate ceiling for what it is. It has sandstone pillars that are moving, um, not pillars, like supports built throughout it. And then also there are, you can tell, uh, stone slats, some of them engraved with some basic geometric patterns that are laid across them, each one interlocking and stacking so that they're helping to suspend the weight of the the dome-like 
ceiling of each one of these partitions. Yeah, they're probably actually about 15 feet high in the center and then 12 feet high where the partition or the wall meets the ceiling. So I don't really see any tunnels up there? No. Uh, everything on the ceiling seems to be fairly well intact in the areas that you have seen. Is there any like engravings on the archway as I get closer to it? Yeah. So if you walk around the corner to the third partition, looking to uh, your right, it's identical room space, just like you've seen in the other, the other um, two. But looking at this archway, it is very wide, like almost like some dwarven looking construction built to outlast time. Very thick cut stone, not sandstone. It's got some grooves carved into it that follow along the length of it. They arch up and meet together in the center where they are like met at a 90 degree angle with a nice square piece. And you can see um, what looks like uh, a royal symbol, um, something not unlike the symbol of the, the current uh, patriarch of the city uh, inlaid in the center. There's no gold embellishment or anything. It looks very, very old. There are no runes. Just that simple archway with some wide stone feet and that symbol in the center. There's a door that's still hanging. It looks like it's made out of actual wood. Rusty reinforced iron is set across it and bolted into the wood. Uh, and there is a hinge that looks like it would not bend if it's like depended on it, like a knocker, you know, uh, in the center. Um, and as you're standing in front of it, uh, what do you do? So it's closed, yeah? Yeah. And bolted shut. It is not bolted shut, it is closed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Doesn't look like there's locks on it? There's no discernible method of locking or unlocking this door. It's like French doors both open, okay. presumably by the hinges towards you. Is there a handle, or does it look like it only opens from the other side? So there's like two knockers, one on each door, yeah. and they are very rusted. Knockers, so you're supposed to open with the knocker? I thought mm -hmm. he just knocks with the knocker. You just push the doors. He said they open towards us. Mm -hmm. It looks like you would the grab them, the circular <laughs> thing, and pull outward. Okay. Jason, are you with me at this point? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to put my ear to the door mm -hmm. and see if I can hear anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, Give me a perception check. 19. You are uncertain what you hear at first, and as you sit there, you know, you're like, you raise your hand, like, quiet, quiet. And you hear, <laughs> This is the song I sing when I'm alone, and I'm always alone, so it's what I sing. I sing all day, it's a really neat thing. Do you hear that? <laughs> hear what? Does he? Do you press your ear to the door? Sure. Give me a perception check. How loudly do you press your ear to the door? <laughs> Five. Five? Yeah. No. You just hear... <laughs> your ears are still ringing a little bit, and you just hear Maddox's breathing. And Maeve talking. Hear what? Somebody's singing on the other side of that door. I say quietly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He lowers his voice. Are you sure? 
Oh, oh yeah. I, I sing pretty often, you know. <laughs> Let me see that thing. And he holds his hand up for the, for the monocle. Be my guess. And he tries. <laughs> yeah. So you peer uh, up at this door mm-hmm. and you kind of like looking around. I don't know if you, have you used this monocle before? Yeah. Okay. When he, I believe he did when he tested it out at what's his face is Marvin. Marvin's. Okay. Yeah. So looking at things in the past, you recall the, like the spectral visage that they leave as you're peering through them. Mm-hmm. Um, looking right in front of you, like straight at this thing, you see a door and it's obscuring your vision. Hmm. That's interesting. Looking to the left, you can see through the walls and into the, like some of the dirt. You can see like um, you can see a worm crawling. You can see, uh, you know, some larger rocks set in the earth there and maybe some little rodents crawling around in a nest. But looking right at this door, right, you know, two feet in front of you, you see door. Hmm. He walks off to one of the sides and tries to get an angled view at it to see behind the doors. Mm -hmm. Oh, instantly. So just walking to your left and peering, you can see that there's a hallway pretty thin and tall behind Mm -hmm. these doors. Um, it's really kind of like an entry chamber, like in Alaska, we call it a boot room, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's wider, narrows into a hallway and you can just see where it opens up on the other side. You can see torch sconces lining the inside, um, and a bench on either side of this boot room that look pretty ornate and elaborate. There's nothing beyond that. Okay. What's wrong? You can't see through the door? No. I can't, but I can see around it. Do you see anybody? No, just a room. An empty room? Well, there's some stuff in it, but... You actually can't see into the far room. You know, there's a boot room, hallway, and then it opens up. And you can't see far enough to see what's in the open area. Should we open? Maybe we even can't open it. If you can't see through it, maybe there's some magical keeping it shut. What happens if we try to open it? Hey, Maeve. <laughs> Maeve is on the other side of the hallway. Or the other side of the, the, the room. Walking up the other side. Hey, Maeve. Maeve. Wazer. C- come here. Or something? Oh, <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> uh, you, Maeve would come over. Uh, this door's really heavy. I can't open it. You're stronger than me. Can you open this? It's a door. Does it take that much strength? Apparently. Have, have you tried it? Of course. Why would I not try to open the door? I'm gonna look at Daisy and has he tried it? <laughs> he looks at Matt. He looks at Maddox. <laughs> looks back at Maeve. Does it look like he did? Look at my arm. It's weak. I've been trying so hard. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm shaking. No, he hasn't tried it. Of course he hasn't tried it. <laughs> okay. Didn't think so. Didn't think so. Go uh, for it. <laughs> uh, Maybe going to look on her map and see if it gives any clues on where this door or hallway leads. No, you're still looking. Basically, the scale of your map is such that you are, you've already mapped this area out as being underneath the temple. And this small, finite area is not gonna offer you, you're not gonna obtain any insight by looking at the map at it. Too small of a scale. Would it be heading me in the right direction? Oh, if you took that hallway? Mm-hmm. No, that would be actually heading kind of like um, 
Barely northwest, more west, really. And we're trying to go north? Yeah. Hmm. We're trying to go um, uh, actually pretty much dead north. Well, we we could ignore the door, if you'd like. Just like to see if there's any other options. Other than the door? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe ones that are going in the correct direction? Sure. Um... Let's just try to be mindful of our voices. And he looks directly at Maeve. <laughs> Any particular reason? Um, Quietly. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard somebody singing on the other side of that door. Singing okay. was friendly. Wow, I said that so quietly. <laughs> <clears throat> what was that? <laughs> singing sounds friendly, though. Singing people? Aren't they usually friendly? So. I heard a lot of not-so-friendly songs. Was this song friendly? Not particularly. If anything, it was lonely. Lonely? Okay. <laughs> but I don't... I like May's idea, as odd as it sounds, of seeing if there's other options. <laughs> Let's head this way. And he starts walking towards the direction that the palace should be in. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that would be to the best that you're able to walk in this space mm-hmm. further down this corridor. Right. Mm-hmm. Is Looking that what everybody elects to do together? Yes. Or, yes. Would be going. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently. He, <laughs> Maddox, would pause for a second. He'd be in the back looking back at the door and he would take one more listen mm-hmm. to see if he heard anything else or if he really is singing that song all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, given, um, given your high perception check from a moment ago, I'm going to say um, you, you know, as everyone's starting to walk away, you just listen very, very carefully at the door and you can hear whispering now. Not, doesn't sound like two voices whispering, just the one. And it sounds like it's saying something like, it's supposed to be really quiet if I hear anybody and I do what I'm supposed to. Hopefully that comes through on the podcast. If not, well, how intriguing. I wonder what he said. <laughs> uh, he would catch up. Um, I assume Dacian's up front because he's yep. the first one to move. Um, so probably he would uh, just kind of touch the salon's shoulder and say, um, the guy in that door knows that we're here. And I don't think that he's... I think he's alone in there, but I think that somebody else put him there. And they will check on him, and he hurt us. Hmm. Maybe we should check on him first. I trust your judgment. <laughs> Dacian hears the chitter chatter from the back and walks faster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you made friends with a squeaky goblin. Maybe you can make friends with a lonely singing man. If Maeve would be able to hear this, she would, like, look back and shake her head. <laughs> what if he knows stuff about this place? Yeah, it's true. It's a possibility. Let's see if there's any other options. <sighs> Your okay. call. My call? Yeah? Mm. Why Is not? It? <laughs> Don't look so surprised. This scene has not slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> Would we be seeing anything else as we're walking to our ways? 
Other Who's options? walking? <laughs> Everybody's following Dacian. Yeah. yeah. Not everybody, are they? I'd be right behind Dacian. <laughs> if Solana kept walking while they talked, he would have followed her. Yeah, okay. I'm still walking. As you're walking, looking to the right, you see at first glance what looks like just another exact same duplicate of the same areas you've been seeing. So this would be the fourth one in a row. However, you notice something's different. One of the uh, caskets, we'll call them, tombs, is actually broken in half and slightly ajar. And you can see where one of the ceiling tiles, a uh, larger one towards the kind of the other side of the room, actually fell uh, and uh, upon it and, and smashed it a bit. And looking up, you can see the outline of a large, deep hole that looks like it's not vertical, like it doesn't ascend straight up, but comes into this room at an angle. If you walk just a few steps forward, you can look up into this cavern a little bit. Okay. Light enough of an angle that you somebody could clamber around in it without fear of sliding down into the room. Yeah. Maybe would take a couple steps towards it and then like shake her head and be like, nope, not again. Great history of looking up into holes. Yeah. Jason <laughs> mm-hmm. would have pulled his monocle and looked up there to see what he could see. Well, it's on the other side of the room, so the monocle expires in its uh, range before that. Okay. Hmm. Do you want to ignore it? Yep. All right. (laughs) Let's keep going. Okay. Until we run out of options anyway. Walking around the next partition, the next area of the chamber, which appears like at a glance, you know, casual thought, this was designed to be five um, partitioned areas in one catacomb with a grand chamber at the back for something important, presumably something royal. Um, you have not seen any entrances or exits yet. And looking around this corner, you can see the area is almost completely caved in. There's sand kind of flowing into it at the back corner. And you can see part of what looks like maybe a leaner looking, more efficient archway with like a holy symbol on it that is fallen down forward. And to the right, you can see a pretty big cavernous hole that looks like it descends at a light slope. It's hard to see down into it because your lights don't reach that far, but it looks like a large, unsmoothed, rough, naturally occurring cavern that has formed here and descends light slope. Hmm. Straight down or back? I'm a... Down doesn't seem like the right direction. Mm-mm. Unless we're going to hell. Not yet. Got a job to do first. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is, but I've got a feeling that that fell on the other side of the door isn't a threat by himself, and it would do us good to talk to him or to take him. What if it's like someone trying to get into the castle? What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Brad, that did not come out right. Or loudly. (laughs) Or loudly, yes. What if it has to do, like, with someone trying to get into, like, the school, you know? I mean, there's someone else down here that seems like he's stationed... That's not good. He said that he was told to be quiet if he hurt somebody, which means he's not a guard. He's either a captive 
or he's there for information or a skill that he brings, which means he's part of a bigger plot. What he said, that's what I was trying to say. Either way, I don't think there's anything good down here. So if something is something down here has taken somebody else and is holding them for a purpose, it wouldn't hurt our job or your, he puts his fingers up in the quote, service to the crown to intervene. From what you described, it doesn't sound like he's a captive. But he may have more information on this undercity, I guess you could call it. Or at least know how to navigate it better than we do. Exactly. And if we run into whoever it is that's harboring or housing him, having him might be good leverage. Not to add complications to this situation, um, but the tunnel potentially going down and the hole going up might indicate that there are more layers to this caverns. So we might have to discover all levels anyway. I believe there are several layers to this thing. And I'm not sure if we have to go up and down and all around to get to where we're going or if there's a straight shot. Mm -hmm. And that may be confusing. It's like a maze with multiple levels. Sounds like a book I'd write. Mave's Maze. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a book you would write. You should tell me how the story ends, and then we can just cut to the chase. <laughs> Love to know. <laughs> so are we going back? Sure. Let's try it. Yes. Okay. You guys turn around from the rubble and the cavern in front of you and head back towards the archway. Uh, and you're standing in front of the door, looking again at this door. Does not look like it's been moved in some time. Who's going to do the honors? Ready, mate? Let's do this. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Gonna grab both door handles and tug. So long you don't want to get your bow ready just in case. Well, if you grab one, I can okay. grab the other, or we can try to grab the same one. Is there enough space to do that? Mm-hmm. You get one, I get one? Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, each of you give me a strength check. Eleven. Eleven. Fourteen. And a fourteen. Uh, Maeve, you're having trouble on the smooth floor, coated in, in thin dust with your hand, handmade boots. Um, <laughs> getting traction. You kind of plant your foot against the door and are pulling, or against the side and are pulling at a weird angle. Uh, and not much is happening. The, the like, what do you call it? I was calling it a knocker. Whatever, the knocker. Like, bends back just a tiny bit in its hinge. Uh, a little loud. Um, not too loud. And other than that, it does not budge at all. Dacian, you are pulling, and yours goes pink, and it pops right off of the door. Um, and mm. kind of, you hear it echo just for a second. And... Then you hear a voice on the other side of the door go, Who goes there? That's not the same voice I heard before. Dacian looks at Maddox. You sure about this guy? 
And he runs off to the left again to try to look into the room mm-hmm. with the monocle. Yeah. Again, you can see, like, boot room at the beginning, two benches. Hallway opens up into a large space in the back. You don't see any figures standing there in that little sliver that you're able to see of the room. And you don't see any movement. And you just hear this voice again, and it goes, This place is not safe for mortals. Flee! Run away! Are you still there? He does not reply. <laughs> he run, He go. He sneaks over to the hinges, pulls out a flask of oil, the one on the door that does not have a broken knocker, mm-hmm. and oils them. Mm-hmm. And then cleans off the surface that Maeve slipped on and gets ready to try again. Okay. It doesn't look like there's any locks on this door? No. It's possible that magic is keeping it shut. Uh, Solana, do you have anything that might help with that? I don't think so. Let me look my bag. She's digging in her bag. I was thinking more of your spells, but... (laughs) She's still digging in her bag. (laughs) I could shoot it with a fireball. See if we could burn it down. Maybe we tried other options first. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Do you want a hand? Daisy, uh, Max is gonna step up and try and grab the knob as well. Knocker. And try to pull with him. Okay. Roll for it. Do it. Okay. Advantage for him or both of us roll? You can either both roll a check or he can roll with advantage. You're, are you per, you have a higher strength? I've just got a plus one. Proficient in athletics? Not in athletics. Okay. I got a zero on strength. All right. Advantage for you sounds good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Choose your dice carefully. <laughs> None of them are very good, so. <clears throat> Eight. Eight. Yeah, you heave and heave and heave. Um, again, the side you were on, the hinge is broken off. Mm-hmm. Um, not the hinge, but the knocker. Right. Clasp. I don't know. Whatever. Um, and the other side, you're pulling on that, and it does not seem to be giving it all. And the voice goes, <laughs> "Your efforts are futile." The door cannot be opened by strength, and should you open it, you would meet only your demise. <laughs> I'm growing less interested in this route. He's he's bluffing. He's bluffing. Solana's gonna try to open the door. You gonna pull on it? She's gonna pull on it. All right, roll me a strength check. Okay, that was a seven, and then so it's only an eight. <laughs> Solana pulls for a minute. <laughs> And you just hear from the other side, ha, 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 Hey, buddy, uh, why don't you just open the door for us? We've got some cheese. Hmm. Who asks this? Declare your name and titles. My name is Thaddeus Wick. Really? Yeah. Oh. Long time no see. What's up? Give me a, um... Give me a... This is a performance roll. Okay. Nat 20. Natural 20. 
Yeah, and you hear this, and there's kind of a static discharge in the air, and the doors are just like, and they slide open. I would have, when he when I started hearing the clicks, I would have cast um, uh, a shape shifting thing. Yeah. <laughs> Disguise self mm-hmm. to make myself look like Thaddeus Wick. Okay, done. Yeah, uh, in front of you, uh, your ring, as the door opens, uh, like illuminates a sliver that widens of light into this hallway. And in the back of it, uh, right in front of you, you can see kind of ornately carved wooden benches on the left and right with silver inlaid on them, looking very lavish and whatnot. There's actually uh, halberds that are mounted on uh, little stands to the walls and shields. Um, on either side of this hallway, and then down the hallway, torch sconce after torch sconce, all present, very elaborate. There's much less dust in here. And uh, do you step forward? Yeah. Yeah. Your light illuminates the chamber that's beyond, and you can actually see um, there is a circle that is drawn into the floor. It actually looks like it's like carved into the floor with some ornate designs and inscriptions on it. Why don't you give me an Arcana check? Arcana 15. 15. Uh, This is a teleportation circle. Hmm. So a mage possessing the correct magic to utilize it can use this as a point to easily teleport to without risk of appearing inside something or someone. And... uh, drastically damaging themselves or others. So it's like a magical hot spot. And would I know if you need to have, like, did you say they had to have an object to do that? Or they just... You actually need to have to know how to use that spell to utilize it. um, Or someone has to cast it for you. Uh, In the center of it, there is like a Triforce, not Triforce, like a, a Master Sword cement stone with a short sword sticking out of it uh it's in actually in a sheath that is like jet black and it is not completely sheathed it's sticking up about three or four inches there's a red jewel inlaid inside uh, the pommel and a very spartan looking uh, uh cross guard with kind of a snake that is winding around it reinforcing it and kind of making it look a little fancier if you will complete with uh, a tail around one end and around the other end there is a mouth uh, very small of a snake and it's twinkling a little bit in your light looking around the room you can see there is a large sarcophagus quite large that has been it looks like looking at the floor in the middle cut or removed from the floor and moved into the corner at an odd angle as though it was in the way you can see a table uh, it looks like it has manacles on it for holding somebody in place and some operating equipment. You can see a wall of little vials that are some of them glowing lightly, different colors. And you can see a bookshelf and a desk. Uh, does the sword uh, thing look like a crest of one of the houses or anything like that? No. No? Just a random cool carved thing mm-hmm. right in the center of the teleportation circle right. and the circle doesn't take up the whole hallway right you no it's actually it. just in the chamber ahead gotcha yeah it's not in the hallway at all the hallway is barely four feet wide it's narrow uh 
But the guy's not visible yet? You don't see anybody. Come out, my friend. You Let stepping, me... like, into the chamber? Yeah, I just said that at the entryway. Mm -hmm. oh, Let me look upon your face. Left and right, there, there's a bench on either side, as though people could sit in that room and look at the sarcophagus um, initially, perhaps. There's, like, an odd crate or a page or inkwell sitting on them. And looking around the room, you don't see anybody. You say this, and you hear, Oh, ha, ha, ha. Funny, funny, funny. What have you been up to? Oh, too much. Too much. How have you fared this length of time that I haven't seen you? Uh, it's been really boring. Have you heard from PW? Because he said wait, and I am... I didn't know what board was until now. And now I'm very intimately aware of what boredom is. I wrote a bunch of songs in my in my head. Is that how that works? It's so nice to talk. I understand. Oh, I haven't I have not heard from Pendleton. Um have you? No, no, not in well actually it's really hard to tell time down here. Uh not in a long time. A long time. Yeah. Have you see, and would be standing next to Maddox like he's escorting him. Yeah. Uh, these are my friends. We were just checking out the tunnels to make sure there weren't any nefarious dwellers that would give you problems. You know, I'm, I'm surprised. Did, did PW tell you about this place? Oh, of course. He shares most everything with me, as secretive as he is. <laughs> I guess he has changed in the time that we have spent apart. Why don't you give me a deception check? Well, we all change. Like my dice performance. Mm. Mm. Six. Six. He says, it's quiet for a minute, he says, I don't believe you. Okay. You found out about this, didn't you? You're right. He likes to keep his secrets, you know that. But I've got my resources as well, and I wouldn't be parted from you for as long as he would like. Yeah, but you don't have your own tower. <laughs> Not yet. I, he let you in his tower? Uh, he made me in his tower. <laughs> he like, his smile draws to his face like, whoa, shoots. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, gosh. <laughs> uh, well, show me around, my fine fellow. Uh, tell me how you occupy your time here. What have you been using this setup for? He points towards the table and the vials and all that. Oh, you're funny. You're funny. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been sitting right here, just keeping this stupid portal locked. Yeah. Did he ever tell you how to unlock it? I mean, usually he just pulls me out. Yeah. Maeve would be like miming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like pulling a sword out of the stone, since people can't see what I just did. <laughs> Right, of course. Okay. Have you? Has anybody else come and bothered you while you're here? No. Every now and then I hear some weird and freaking noises from the other side of that door. And so I call it names. 
And I hear it scratch, but it's a tough door. Yeah, let's close that. <laughs> Give me a perception check. 17. Hmm. You, um, like, walking towards that hallway, your hearing's very acute in front of you because of the narrowness of this hallway, and you hear rubble a little bit, just like the slightest little thud, thud, and a little sand sliding. Well, my friend, I fear this is not going to be a safe place for long, so... Hey, would you like to tour the rest of this place? Since you've been here for so long, give you something to do. A fine suggestion. My guard has the greatest ideas. I mean, no, I need to stay right here. That's what PW said. I'm supposed to keep this locked so nobody can get into his... Well, I guess he already got in. Uh-huh. I don't know. He's been gone a long time. Has anybody heard from him? Not a word. Not a word. But um, I don't believe that this area is actually going to be secure for very long. See, the only thing that's protected is that door. And those creatures you hear clawing at it, they have other ways of entering. Hmm. And I don't think that they're very far off. Well, that doesn't bother me. I'll be fine. But eh, I I would like to go find out what happened to him. I have this immense sense of chivalrous duty and and just uh, I I owe it to him as my creator to ensure his well-being. Of course. I'm sure he would understand. This stuff is falling apart. He's not going to care. And as yeah. as his family, I have the same responsibility. Uh, what in here do you think you would like to save before we depart to try and find him? Um He's looking around. He's like, I think those potions are pretty funky by now. The expiration date was what had to be a while ago. They might do fun stuff. He's going to grab some of those. (laughs) All right. Yeah, you grab like five or six of them. Yeah. Uh, One of them, you you pick it up and it starts bubbling like crazy and you set it down and it stops. Um, And uh, other than that, there's like, there are some books down here. He's like, well, I mean... Nothing's going to take his books, I don't think. Not too many avid readers down here. Well, maybe not readers, but they might destroy them. So Mm -hmm. we should keep those safe as well. Maybe would be gathering them up and like looking through them. Like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, this one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Tossing one over her shoulder. (laughs) Not that one. (laughs) Max is looking for one that might be like kind of like a journal looking, Mm -hmm. like handwritten by him Mm -hmm. rather than just something he would read. Sure, over on the desk. There's actually uh, like a leather-bound, smaller book, and it has uh, inside of it a bunch of, just flipping it open very briefly to the page that the little ribbon was mapping. You can see a checklist, and looking to the right, you can see written in some kind of runes, figures on this checklist. Maybe a code or something. Definitely pocketing that. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that should be good. Shall we uh, get out of here, guard? <laughs> Would you mind if I carried you? He looks at the sword. Um, sure. Just, you know, keep it easy. And if you don't mind, please don't sheath me all the way. Okay. How about... Would you mind if I wielded you should the need arise? Why don't you buy me dinner first? 
Don't be so presumptuous. Okay, I only asked. <laughs> I was trying to think of a fake name for you and nothing came <laughs> We'll start with introductions, and like uh, you're walking over towards him, mm-hmm. and he goes, "My name's Handy." Handy. Handy. Well, that's Handy. I'm Dacian. Dacian, nice to meet you. Maybe one day you can wield me in my awesome splendor in battle. What an honor. So, how do you have a better view if I hold you, or if you? Or does it work just as well if I sheath you part way? Well, I can see all the time. Oh, okay. I just can't talk. Oh. Oh, I shouldn't have told you that. That's if you're sheathed? Right, yep. Nope, I can't <laughs> talk if... Yeah, it's if I'm sheathed. <laughs> okay. So... This portal, I would assume that it lets you into Pendleton's tower? No, uh, password... Ah. Joe sent me. <laughs> nope. Okay, cool. Good to know. Thanks. Then he starts and talking he about portals, like whether you're asked or not. He's like, you know, actually, a uh, teleportation circle uh, really only helps uh, you get to this spot. It won't help you get to another spot. Though that place's teleportation circle could help you get there, unless it was locked as this one formerly was if you ever need to come back it is now open but you will need a mage capable of casting teleportation to get here cool interesting well shall we move on fantastic idea a picks him up and trades him with one of his uh, nah, trades him with one of his other swords and wields that and he doesn't sheath him all the way <laughs> okay and continues alright, you guys leave mm-hmm. back to the north side yeah, so you're walking back out into the catacombs and you guys are turning left, right? to head towards the cavern that moved downward well, there was another option too, right? There was that other op, op, um, archway that so went can, up. You can come back the way you came from? No. There's no, this archway that you just went through, and then there's a cavern at the other end of the hallway that goes down and kind of a little more east than towards the palace, but vaguely the right direction, and that's it. Oh, I thought you described that, another uh, archway. Oh, yeah. Oh. C- completely collapsed. Oh, collapsed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And caved in. Handy. Hey, I don't suppose... You can clear that out. It's been so long, I don't fully remember all of your abilities. Um, well, uh, I could tell you which way to go, depending on where you're trying to get. Been down here a long time. Hung out with PW quite a bit. He liked it down here. Of course. It's his style. We're trying to get back to the palace. Oh, well, that's not that bad. I mean... I don't know. He didn't have any trouble with the snake, but you might not be quite the snake charmer as he was. <laughs> um, but, you know, you could avoid it. I know where it usually hangs out, or it used to, I don't know, a bajillion years ago. Um, things are probably a little different, but we used to take this walk all the time. 
Until, you know, of course, he carved that circle. That saved us some time. <laughs> yeah, if you could. Uh, Dacey will be taking the lead if you want to direct him where to go. Hopefully avoid uh, the snake. Okay. Maeve would be pulling out her book on serpents and, like, <laughs> handing her, her torch to Solana and, like, looking through. <laughs> yeah, you guys are walking in that direction. And... Um, from... Okay, everyone give me a perception check. 21. 11. Mm-hmm. 18. Oh, 12, sorry. 12. Yeah. From the partition that is you guys hear just the the lightest little <laughs> no it's not a goblin let's keep moving without even mentioning it to the people that didn't hear it <laughs> he sees Solana like perk up and look back yeah. <laughs> so keep moving you guys are walking forward at a pretty brisk pace and you can hear this just kind of like echoing kind of but it doesn't sound like it's coming from the ground it sounds like it's coming from the wall or ceiling on the other side of the partition and moving in the same direction as you and then again uh, everyone can actually hear it this time you hear this little Maeve would be speed walking away just like nope <laughs> and getting out of there <laughs> is this hole that we're in like like a five by five kind of thing we gotta slump a little bit to get through it oh no the the cavern as you guys reach that it is pretty big it narrows a little bit uh as the mouth um moves into the cavern of it but it's it is wide enough to walk through and place an arm on either side and there are no points in which you're walking in which you have to duck it's almost um it's almost actually kind of rounded and smooth. Give me a, you just gave me a perception check. I'll say 18 and 21. You can see uh, large scales um, that are embedded into the wall, which is again, rather smooth in places. Um, and looking at the size of the scale, I mean, about the size of your fist. Can I grab a few? Like yeah. when you pull them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's collecting those. Those are cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she's also terrified. They're um. But yeah. In the, the magical and natural light that you are bearing, they twinkle. Uh, it's kind of like looking at a thumbnail with a fluorescent sheen of blue and green on it, and you can see little tiny veins running through it of darker material, almost like marble would be. When Maeve saw Solana start collecting scales, she'd like stop in the middle of the hallway, look back towards where she can hear the skittering, and then back at the scale, <laughs> and sigh really heavily and keep walking. I think uh, Maddox is in the background now. He's going to cast Minor Illusion 5x5 five five thing mm-hmm. um, and just make like the head and the beginning of the body of the snake pointed outward of the hole mm-hmm. and just leave that there for a last a minute. Okay. Very good. And he's just going to keep casting that. <laughs> <laughs> 30 feet behind him. Every, Covering your tail minute. with a snake head. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys move downward into the earth. Not quite flat walking terrain by any means. Awkward footholds from time to time. 
And Handy's just like kind of quietly. He's like, those things are weird. You know, those those were not here when I used to hang out outside of my room. Um, keep going this way just for a little bit and it's going to open up and the view would be amazing if you could see with more than, you know, 30 feet, man. Handy, should we turn our lights out or will it not matter? Oh, it's blind. It's blind. Great. I mean, I don't know if that thing back there is, but this thing is very old. Okay. PW left him around because, you know, it, it kept, uh, uh, you know, sulking, thiefing little brothers away. <laughs> <laughs> so that thing that is following us. Is he actually following us, or is he just close? I don't know. Are you asking Handy or me? Handy. I have no idea. My hearing, not super good. No ears. Some kind of a magical thing. I'm just glad I get it. Uh, and um, my vision, it's more like, um, I don't know how to describe it, because I don't have eyes. Uh, or brain. You know what a brain is? Do I know what it is? Boy, I've seen some brains. Yeah. Um, I, I just kind of know where things are for a little ways, a little bit, kind of. And I don't know where it is right now. Okay. They're weird, man. Like, they make mm. some jacked up noises, dude. I've heard them, uh, like, uh, nab a goblin from time to time. Oh, boy. Hmm. I wrote a song about that. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And we continue on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys can hear your feet kind of crunching in the sand or hitting the stone. It echoes in an odd way in this kind of cavern. And then the way ahead opens up higher and higher and higher. There's some stalagmites that hang downward. You can see where uh, off to your left, you're almost startled as you see something large and uh, oblong. And you realize it's actually the skin of a must be partially collapsed of a very very big 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 snake and you see what looks like uh like what we would recognize maybe as a grecian column that is not uh vertical but partially collapsed to the side um and it disappears above you and is kind of lying wedged into the ground in front of you and he's like here's the spot so at this point uh, i can get blind not deaf wouldn't raise your voice too much um you know pw could see really well in the dark sometimes when he needed to uh, i don't know how good you guys are but basically off to the uh, well right over us right now you might be interested to know i'll be your tour guide this evening is the courtyard where the college students is there still a college there is Cool. Yep. The, the academy students. Well, yeah. Those guys. Well, if the courtyard is right above us and the academy is above the castle, then the castle's right above us. Uh, no, it would be right in front of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about 100 yards. Point me. Daisy and hold me straight up. No, down. Forward. Yeah. Forward. Left. Left. Yeah, that's where we're headed. Right about there. We're going to have to veer to the right a little. Okay that way a little bit in a minute to get around a weird old building wouldn't recommend going in it um and then we'll get to the doorway no idea if it's accessible anymore 
but that that used to be the way. Maybe it's furiously sketching on her cartography <laughs> map. One on like the one that's the map of the underground, and then she has a separate piece of paper that she's trying to keep up with notes of like his weird, obscure directions left, okay. right, that way. Cartography check. <laughs> While you're doing that, he says, and the snake left, left. He points. More left. Left. This much? Up, 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 up. And he swings exaggeratedly high. Yeah. Down, down. Oh, too high. Yeah, about 45 degree angle and up kind of to your left, which would be like, this would be kind of like northwest. Hmm. Uh, he's like, up in that corner. It likes to listen up there for little things skittering around in this this area. Hmm. You got what? 18. An 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you are documenting out vague light shapes so that you can... Add more detail later if the need arises or presents itself. If there is a later. (laughs) 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 All right, then what's this? He points at him at the carcass. Uh, That's just uh, shed shed skin. You ever eat snake before? Not something I try to do very often. What is eating like? Hmm. Have you ever stabbed someone? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know how after you you stab someone and maybe that you get moved around a little bit, do you know the feeling or the... Do you you get sort of a taste when you do that? Uh, No? uh, Not quite. Ecstasy. Hmm. Mm. Mm. So, food, you put in your mouth and you kind of chew, and it releases flavors. Hmm. So, imagine that, but with flavors. It's got that ecstasy that you're uh, experiencing. It's, yeah, there's more variety. Huh. And it gives you nourishment and energy, too. Thank you. P.W., would never really talk to me much. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. That's not very nice of him. He got sick of my questions. What? This this is a delightful conversation. I hate to break it up, but there is a very large snake in this room with us, and I would like to get out of it. (laughs) Oh, you already got one? Never mind. I was going to give him an inspiration point, but he already has one. (laughs) Got to make him roll more so he has to use it. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. <laughs> so Handy guides you guys forward, and it is not easy going. Uh, every now and then there's kind of like the remnants of a building. You can see a doorway or a window or half of a wall at an odd angle and have to scale up it. You see a ladder kind of sticking out of the ceiling at one point. Down it, looking up, it disappears, and you can't see quite where the top of it lands. You see ropes hanging from this way or that from time to time. And uh, what looks like the hand, which is uh, and forearm of a very large statue clutching a skull uh, sticking out. It stands over you, just the forearm and the hand about 20 feet above your head. Very impressive, still intact, like nothing broken or missing. And the skull uh, seems to twinkle a little bit in the darkness. And uh, you make your way around the building, which he warns you to stay out of. And it's standing perfectly centered, still, square, 
Uh, there is a door set in the middle of it. It looks like a child's drawing of a house, a lazy child. They like traced a building block and drew a door on it, and they're like, I'm done. <laughs> She's like, don't you want to color it? And they're like, no. <laughs> it's paper colored. <laughs> like just the most boring looking building ever. Perfectly square. And uh, as you're walking past it, Handy's like, <sighs> What's in there? Password. Password? Password. Oh, if I want to know. Gotcha. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't even get to decide whether I say that or not. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. What's in that over there? Any points elsewhere? Elsewhere. Um, over there, there's like, uh, there's some barrels that apparently had some wine left in them. And one time me and PW collected some of that and sold it for big bucks to some merchant from Pendleton. That was pretty cool. Um, and uh, it's actually his namesake, Pendleton. Huh. Yeah. He was a, he was a wanderer, Pendleton. He uh, Most folks just uh, don't know much about where he came from. Enlighten me. I don't know very much about him. Password. Ah. Interesting. It continues like that um, until uh, you can see. How would you describe this? Uh, from amidst the rubble, you reach a very. What presents itself in all of the non right angles and nothing being vertical or flat, you come across a what appears at first to be just a flat wall. And it takes a moment to realize that it's actually curved, especially with your limited visibility, 30 feet. Um, it's curved uh, convexly. Convexly, would that be the way it is? You're looking at a cylinder hmm. from the front of it, a very large cylinder that disappears straight up into the air. And in the middle of it, there is an archway um, that is inset into it, like a hallway that appears there. And at the back of it, there is a large door. Hmm. Well, let's try that thing. As you approach this um, hallway, getting near, um, like you're leading. Yeah. Pointing, pointing handy. Yeah. Handy stops and catches in your wrist and shoves your arm back. And he goes, whoa, that's weird. Swing me a little bit. He swings him, points him up. And there's like noiselessly, he just stops midair as you're swinging him. Just no, no sound, like the slightest little ring from the metal mm -hmm. as though it vibrates his metal, but there's no sound of impact, though it feels like you're hitting something with a thin layer of softness and, a, and maybe a very, very dense layer of thickness underneath it. He reaches out with his boot to try to kick it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your boot stops short. Um, and again, it's almost like you're kicking a fuzzy wall. Hmm. Flush with the exterior of uh, this wall. Solana's gonna like pop her little water skin mm -hmm. and throw water on there and then grab some sand and throw sand and see if she can like, if it will stick or something. Oh yeah, or yeah. So she could like see 
if what's there. Mm -hmm. So way. your water, it like splashes and reverberates and slides uh, instantly straight down and the sand does the same. So the area does not remain moist. It literally just doesn't stay there, like frictionlessly falls down and the sand does the same. It just bounces back at you and, and hits the floor a little bit. Interesting. Handy. How do we get out of here? Um, well, uh, this is new for me. Lots of things are. I don't know how long I've been hanging out down here. Um, normally we go that way and we either knock or uh, PW just casts a spell and it opens and we sneak in depending on the day. But for some reason, there's like a, a wall, a magic wall here. Uh, if you want to leave, uh, the quickest way would be back the way you came, he says a little sheepishly. And that's where we will call this episode. Thank you for joining us in tonight's adventure. Don't forget to tune in Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Alaska Standard Time, to catch the next installment of Frontier Fiction. I was Wasey playing Dacian. <laughs> I was Zeb uh, playing Nuts. I am Solana playing Beta. <laughs> playing oh. Beta? I mean, <laughs> that's what you get for making fun of us. <laughs> beta playing Solana. And okay. I still am Anna playing Maeve. Colton, I've been DMing. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. Honored that you're all out there in the ether. If you want to talk to us, you can catch us at Frontier Fiction on Instagram, Frontier Fiction on Facebook. We have a Discord channel. We'd be happy to invite you to to send us a message, and we'll do so. If you want to support what we do, the best way to do that is to tell a friend or to leave a five-star rating review. And honestly, though, we just really appreciate you guys listening in. It means a lot. Thank you. Bye. See you guys next week. Toodles. Keep your stick on the ice.